baby, baby, baby. Aha! I think I may have found my favorite song ever. And I only found it last week. The Human League. Wipe your tears Never like to see you cry Won't you please forgive me? Won't you please forgive me? <laughs> so true though, isn't it? We're only human. That's all it is. Born to make mistakes. Yes, that has been my uh, my commuting song for the last couple of weeks now. Absolute banger from the Human League. Let's find out when that came out, actually, because that is a... Cool. When I found that, you know, I, I really thought... Um, I'd been through the... I've been up and down through the 70s and 80s of music. And I thought I'd seen it all until I heard the Human League Human. What an absolute banger. That really gets gets the juices going, as they say. Um When did Do we want a timeline? No. Come on, baby, dry your eyes. Wipe your tears. Never let them see you cry. What an absolute tune. Um, forgive me now. I, I'm such a... I'm a bit of a nerd for dates when it comes to things. As soon as I find anything decent that I like... I'm like, oh, when when did that happen? Not that it's relevant at all. I know it's the 80s. Nineteen eighty-six, right in the heart of the best of 80s music, I'm assuming. Yeah, there we go. That's the song of the week anyway. Uh, if you didn't like it, tough luck. That's that's how it works around here. It's like when you're flicking through radio stations in the morning trying to find a good tune. And they're all just playing Ed Sheeran's newest hit. And you're like, ah, please. 
Please give me something good. And then they all hit the ads at the same time. And radio ads are... God, they must be... Twice as bad as... um, TV ads. You know, on a scale of advertisements, they're definitely 50% worse. That's a fact. This is a this is going to be a podcast on catching up with Jeff because I've had a hectic month in a good way and there's been way too many things uh, sports wise that have happened so there's no point in kind of trying to th- talk through things that have happened. Uh, unlucky Anthony Joshua, not fast enough, but yeah, they're just been way too much sport wise so I'm not gonna um I don't know review that's just boring and there's been too many things lately to review apart from little a little trip I made to Mondello I might review that uh or maybe leave that for another episode we'll see but yeah I just want to talk about some I don't know interesting things that have happened to me um not even interesting, just funny stories really. What if what I got up to went to Galway for a trip. I've never stayed there before and that was a really <laughs> that was a really good trip. Yeah. Um So yeah, we're just gonna catch up with myself. I think I need it. I think I need it uh I think I needed to do it for myself anyway, to be honest. I never intended for this podcast to be like a bloody what's happening in my life. But sometimes, you know, don't know what I'm trying to say. Sometimes the best topics of conversation come from everyday life. And I, the few podcasts that I listen to, whenever the hosts are talking about themselves and just their day-to-day life and they're having a bit of banter between that, that's the most enjoyable. When it's completely off-topic, when it's about their trip to the shop to get coffee and they got mugged. I mean, that wouldn't be very funny, but you know what I mean? Not even something that big. The trip to get coffee and they dropped their wallet on the ground and a coin went into the drain and they're... Yeah. You know what I mean, though. I hope you do anyway. Yeah, so um Podcast time. It's about bloody time. Oh month and a bit later. Ridiculous carry on. Consistency out the window, but we're we're gonna try to get back on track. We will try. Yeah, so here we go. Here goes nothing. I do get quite excited over a good song. I won't lie. And you know when you're in your own company, um, you you tend to kind of lose yourself, in a good way. You you get a bit loose, start dancing as bad as possible, start singing as high pitched as possible. Um, but I think the main reason I was so excited <laughs> as I started recording and listening to that tune was that I found I found out how I can include music. Um, on the podcast 
and the whole time it was as simple as a bloody button. How do you not think I would have found that by now? Absolutely ridiculous, carry on. I must have this amp about three months now, at least. And uh, I was just playing music on Spotify just before I started recording. Just get yourself in the mood, you know, loosen yourself up. Um, so I was playing a few tunes on Spotify and it was just fiddling around with the amp, you know, testing the volumes and all that. Hit this button and bang! Suddenly the music, instead of just coming out of the laptop, was coming into my headphones. And lo and behold, I'd found out how you can just put their music through the amp instead of out of the laptop speaker. So it was a eureka moment. So that's why I was so, so um, amped up. Oh, I get it, amped up. <laughs> I didn't even mean that intentionally. Um, that's why I was so excited uh, at the start of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, but a good tune will do that to me anyway. That's why, you know, I pick, I'm, I pride myself in making playlists to specific scenarios. Like I've got an evening playlist which has some jazzy tunes on it. That's when DJ Jazzy Jeff gets out. And, you know, it's when you want to relax and there's just a really nice background tune playing. Bit of saxophone, bit of uh, a low voice. Um, I might actually... I don't know if it's of any interest to the, to the audience, but... I might do an episode where I go through my playlists. Now, there is about 50 of them. So I won't go through them all, but I'll go through the ones that are like four specific scenarios. And you know, they're not always that specific. Like, it's not like I've got a, a brush in your teeth playlist. That's an idea though. Now that's that's basically an evening one. That comes under the same bracket. So, yeah, I could go through my playlist, just play a couple of samples. <laughs> now that I've found the bloody button. Oh, the world's, the world's my bloody oyster. What does that even mean, the world's your oyster? The world is your oyster, as in it's in the palm of your hand. Or, the world's your oyster because you can just drop it down your throat. Very weird phrase. The world's your oyster. I'm only human. It's very relevant that song though. You know, if I can if I'm trying to claim to be a podcaster and I miss a whole month of episodes, that's uh I'm just saying I'm only human, alright? Already? I'm trying to convince myself of that anyway. I often said to young people about to embark on adult life yeah so it's like you have uh, it's all ahead of you basically it's all ahead of you certain people will will get that reference very certain Mm. 
It simply means that everything is open to one. Everything me everything is open to one. And if one is lucky, they could encounter something special. That doesn't really make sense. Metaphor that informs the se- that informs the saying is that if you have an oyster, there is a chance that there may be a pearl in Ah, okay. Boom. Makes sense. Uh, makes absolute sense now. A nice fresh oyster can be hard to open, but once it's opened, it's good. And perhaps it may have a pearl in it, which would be a valuable addition to one's life. I wonder what you can sell a pearl for. Like cents. Maybe a couple of euros. So when we set out to seek our fortune, the pearl is the good luck we may have. If we're lucky, we will find it. The thing is, you have to eat oysters to find it though, don't you? And if you eat oysters from a restaurant, do they open them first? Yeah, if you get served oysters at a restaurant, they're always going to be opened. So you only get the half, the oyster, the good bit in it, and a bit of vinegar. Um, what am I trying to say? Yeah, so they're going to have, they're going to have already opened it. So they'll be able to see if there's a pearl in it, and they're not going to give you the pearl, will they? Maybe they do. Maybe it's like, there's like a an unspoken rule that if a chef opens an oyster and there's a pearl in it, the customer has to get it. Probably not. Very unlikely. But we we I'd like to live in a dream world and hope that that uh, is the case. The saying has mysteriously evolved from its original appearance in Shakespeare's comedy. The Merry Wives of Windsor never heard of it, mate. Slightly misquoted and is so often the case with Shakespeare references that become English idioms. The actual quote is the world's mine oyster. <laughs> God, uh, Shakespearean language is funny. The world's mine oyster. The world's mine oyster. Yeah, so there you go. If you find a pearl, you've got good luck. Um, the world is your oyster. But yeah, you have to be able to... You have to be ordering oysters to actually find the pearl, don't you? So, you know... Yeah, there you go. That's that phrase dealt with now, isn't it? Glad we sorted that one. Speaking of... Of um, interesting slash funny phrases. In work the other day, a man was like walking out of the shop and he said to me, Pity life isn't simple, eh? And I just I nodded and smiled and I was like, Yeah, 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 never is. I'm. Yeah. And there was no context at all. And he continued walking and, and left. And I was just there thinking, eh, yeah, I mean, I know exactly what he means, but I don't know why he said it. Why did you say it? Excuse me, why did you say that? Pity life isn't simple, eh? (laughs) Very relatable, but I've no context, so I don't really know what you're going on about. You know, and uh, and I think about that to this day. 
love a bit of Crystalia. So many good phrases have come from Crystalia podcast. Congrat congratulations. Um but yeah, that's it's uh it's a pretty shallow thought, but pity life isn't simple. As I said, it's very relatable, it's very true. Life is not simple. Do you ever do you ever leave your house as you're going to work or to run an errand or whatever? And for me it's a cat. I see my cat lying in the sun, just nodding off on a little sleep. And I'm thinking, she's gonna be sat there for if not disturbed, like six hours. I could almost come back from work and she'd still be there. I'm sure that's happened as well. I just haven't noticed. But apparently domestic cats can sleep up to like 20, 20 hours a day. And if they're fed and it's hot enough, they will literally do that. And I often think, Jesus, their life is simple. They're like, food, right, food is sorted, drink. And for cats, that's like one tiny slurp of water per week I don't, they just don't seem to drink water they're weird creatures yeah food sorted uh, am I safe yes get to a high spot in the sun am I sheltered yes right I'm going to sleep here for 10 hours unless something occurs to me to do or a human comes by and I might ask them for food again that's my day sorted it's no wonder they always have squinty happy eyes isn't it but yeah it's a pretty life isn't that simple you often wonder do they, do they not get bored do they not want to one day wake up and instead of thinking right what mouse am I going to catch next they, they, do they not think do you know I might set up a business You know, what is high demand for all felines in the area? Food. Do I know where to get food? Yes. Could I hunt more food than I need and sell it to the neighbouring felines? Yes. But then what could I get in return to equal the value of that effort? Nothing because, you know, so then money means nothing. They didn't buy into the whole um, paper, paper value thing, did they? Or coins? Wasn't for them. They stick to their their simple life of food and sleep, and procreation. I assume. Um. Yeah. But again, pity life isn't simple. <laughs> if it was, I'd do a f- bloody podcast every week and not a month later, wouldn't I? Jesus. So, Jeff, tell me what you've been at. What have you been doing that you've been so lazy on the podcast? I don't really know, to be honest. Do you know when you just re- you have a really busy period in life? Not even in life, in your year. I've had a busy month, but I don't really know why. It just seems like... Every day off I have, I've got a million other things to do. And obviously nothing that important because I'd remember those things. But yeah, this this will show you how long it's been since uh, 
since, since I sat down to do a podcast because my last notes are the the end of Love Island when they did the, did the splitter steel the golden balls um way of finishing the show um I have Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley that's such old news and I had phys- well I was talking about physio that I went to yeah literally like three weeks ago um so yeah, I'll bin those and go on to the new notes. <coughs> Hi, my name's Jeff and my presentation today is is about my holiday to Galway. So yeah, I went went to Galway with the lads uh, with the lads for what did we do? Three nights. Three nights, yeah. And got the full Galway City student nightlife experience. And not much else, but what what else do you need from Galway? Beautiful spot. We were we were staying just just across the bridge from Spanish Arch or as it's as it's locally known, Sperch. So we were absolutely set up for just being close to everything. We we walked to Salt Hill. So I think Salt Hill was the best part of the the Galway area to be honest. I don't know if it was Salt Hill part of the city, probably not. Yeah, we'd find wines and daybreak on our doorstep. What more do you need? And a cafe. Absolutely sorted. Couple of or one hungover morning we went to the cafe. Got a got a nice coffee and a and a pastry because that is life giving. A good cafe, and you know me and my coffee. Jesus, don't talk about it enough, do I? Um, yeah, a couple of very good nights out. It was so very busy. The there was a lot of students out, and then there was also a lot of <clears throat> there was a lot of. Uh, pupils I don't know is pupil the word for secondary school students or is it like students and pupils are the same kind of thing but it sounds right there was um, because leaving cert results were out unfortunately so there was quite a young crowd and they were just they were just being hooligans but yeah, it was just busy in general. Very, very busy. Very hard to get a table anywhere. And that's the problem now. You can't just walk into a bar and like and just stand there and grab a, grab a drink. You have to be sat down and served and give your QR codes in. Scan me in there, will you? Yeah. So obviously that'll that'll all change now in October, which is great uh but it's hard when you're when you're on a proper night out and you're trying to just get to as many pubs as possible just to see the just to see the real side of Galway the the first night where did we go we went a couple of the the big ones we went to front door which which ironically you had to go in in the side entrance of 
Oh, I could have set that up so much better. I went to the front door and, uh, you know, they they should have called it side entrance because we went in the side. Uh, uh, is that any better? Not really. Okay. Um. Yeah, front door was a big one. And yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I mean, they're all kind of the same. They're all just pubs. In it, uh, had had a Moretti there, cause beer Moretti is everywhere now. Then we went from front door to Buskers. I think it's a Buskers. Is the one right beside it? Went to Buskers and they were playing some good tunes. I will say that now. You know, and there's not much to separate pubs. You have to have something, whether it's good cocktails, whether it's cheap cheap uh, points. Good atmosphere. Buskers had good tunes. They were playing all the bloody... A bit of ABBA. They were playing the 90s pop songs. S Club 7. Like, just getting the getting the boys going, you know? And, unfortunately, everywhere was, like, last orders 11 or quarter to 11 even. So that kind of wrecks your night. When you're so used to finishing a night out, whether you got out coppers or not, at like 3, 4 in the morning and suddenly last orders are 11 you know that's cutting 5 hours out of your night that's a 5 hours you will you will get back you've got back straight away but it just means people are on the street you know last orders grand I'll get 15 points please for me and my mate because we might as well <coughs> Might as well drink as much as we can now. Because our night is only getting going. And we have to leave here. But yeah the lads decided to. um To end that. The round on. What? Espresso martinis. Which were banging. Very nice ones. Because they had a proper strong coffee. Oh here we go again. More coffee talk. They had a proper strong coffee taste in them. But also. A bit of sweetness. There was a bit of brown sugar on the top there. And. You know, I appreciate a bit of sweetness with the with the coffee. And uh Yeah, then then uh, a little tray of tequila also came out. And tequila is my my least favourite drink, to put it lightly. Because when I drink tequila, it makes me feel sick instantly. You know, it's I just don't get it. <laughs> it's such a popular shot. And everyone seems to get on nights out. But I just don't understand it. Like you're licking salt off your salty sweaty skin already. <laughs> licking salt off your wrist. Which is a, it's pretty grim. Like at least give me some Himalayan salt. You know what I mean? At least give me a bit of pink Himalayan salt. With a bit of, um, a bit of body to it. But it's just ordinary table salt. Just sodium-like. So you're licking sodium off your wrist. Which is not for great to start off with. Then you down the bloody tequila. Which is the worst tasting liquid known to man. In my opinion. So you got salty tequila. Which is just, what is it? It's just bitter really. Bitter and very burny. Bitter, burny, salty. That's what we're working with so far. And then you're supposed to like ease it off with a bite of lemon. That's supposed to make it taste better. 
but um, my mate's actually watering in a bad way right now. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Um, yeah, salty, bitter, bitter, burny, and then extra bitter with the lemon. Salty, bitter, burny, sour, disgusting. And then everyone, hey, we did it. It's like a, it's like a challenge. I guess that's what it is. It's just a challenge. And I can't hack it. All right. And I'm, I'm saying it loud and proud. I can't hack it. These are dangerous words, actually. I shouldn't be saying this. This will be, people will be writing notes now. It'll be like my birthday night out or something and. There'll just be trays and trays of tequila coming my way. Absolutely destroy me. But yeah. um, So the next day I wasn't feeling too great. And we didn't even drink that much. And I was convinced. That. I was feeling shite. Just because. I had the taste of tequila. And I was reminded. About how disgusting it was. (laughs) So yeah. I had a tequila hangover. From one shot. But um, we got over it the next day. We got over it. You know, the lads nursed me back to health. Gave me a bit of food. Water, you know. I got all, all the pity I needed. Um, You know, soaked that sponge pretty well. And we were on our way for the next night. And then the next night we got a, a really nice dinner actually in a place called Roberta's in Salt Hill. Would highly recommend it to anyone in Galway. Uh, Italian place and yeah really good restaurant good atmosphere I think they had music playing but it was kind of one of those loud buzzing restaurants which I like and all the staff seemed to be Italian so it was a real authentic feel very nice decor that that, that matters Um, bloody glass of Prosecco on, on on entry unreal like four lads going for an Italian dinner and we get four glasses of champagne or Prosecco whatever it was great start to the meal I can't remember what I got for a starter I think it was um, I don't know something Italian anyway it's probably garlic bread something simple like that but I remember being pretty pretty happy with the starters the main we got, uh, a couple of us got, what was it, Angus? I think it was Angus ribeye steaks. And now my mouth is watering in a good way. This is a good turnaround from the tequila. Uh, yeah, the steak was un-fucking-believable. I'm not, like, a massive steak person. It wouldn't be, like, my go-to thing. And... I decided to get steak in an Italian restaurant for some reason. That's a very odd choice. But anyway, I do love Italian food in general. But I went for the steak. And it was unreal. It was genuinely like melting the mouth. The the fat was just like butter. Even though it wasn't crispy, it was just melting the mouth anyway. And no, oh, the meat was just so tasty and perfectly cooked little medium rare thing um, 
Yeah. And then I can't remember did we have dessert? I think we did have dessert as well and that was banging the whole experience was really good. And it wasn't overpriced or anything. So yeah, I'd out of out of the whole trip I'd say Roberta's was the was the kind of the thing I'd recommend most to anyone in Galway slash Salt Hill, if it is a different place. <laughs> I'll never know. The other thing in Salt Hill was the the fun fair. That was that was unreal crack. Uh, we had a couple of runs on the bumper cars. Got absolutely destroyed by this little kid who looked like looked like something off horror movie. He was a little little creepy face on him, and he had a, some this massive smile every time he bump into you. And we we just spent the whole time trying to get away from him. To be honest, scary kid. And uh, I think the reason we went back a second time to the fun fair was because this this carney, he had us hooked on this darts game. Um, it was. Let me get this right now. You had to score less than twenty one. It was basically like blackjack, but on a dartboard. You had to score less than twenty one points with three darts. And it sounds very simple because it's all like it's one to twenty are in the board and you just gotta hit three low numbers. But yeah, deceptively difficult and I didn't even bother trying because I'm the least least uh, skilled at darts compared to the other lads. But um Sam had a good go and the the carney I think you know he was, he was getting into our heads he was he was good at his job he knew exactly what he was doing and he had this catchphrase every time every time he'd throw a dart and it was a bad dart he'd say try again oh yeah try again there try again and then he'd say <laughs> a dart would fall off the board and he'd say ah oh, I'll give you that one back um I'm not even gonna continue trying to do the accent because you know me in accents. He'd like give you the dart back and he'd be like, oh yeah, I'll give you that one back and you can take it again and I won't take it off your score and you can take another shot and I'll give you that one back. And he'd say some absolute riddle and he'd make it sound like he was doing you a favour, but I think he was actually making it hard for you. Harder. <laughs> I think he was actually making you throw a fourth dart, but making it look like he was doing you a favour. Oh, don't worry about it. Try again. So yeah, the whole weekend we were just, whenever we would come into contact, contacts, we'd be like, try again. You trying to damn that shot, are you? Try again. Oh, so funny. But uh, I think Sam eventually beat him in the end. Yeah, he did, because he won a little, one little cuddly toy. Because what else would you win at a fun for, eh? I think we ended up paying him like, 20 quid and won this tiny little toy which has probably cost them one euro so absolute profit merchant profits were made from us that's all part of the fun though uh, O'Reilly's as well in Salt Hill was, was a lovely bar just on the roundabout there lovely view I think that's the best bit of Salt Hill like there's a massive walk down along the coast and just a beautiful view 
plus the the bloody plus the bloody promenade where you jump in. That was class. Crowds be waiting to jump in or or who have swam or just were there chilling out having an ice cream. And we went up, did the jump, which was fairly scary now. I'm not I don't enjoy heights. I wouldn't say I have a fear of heights, but I definitely don't seek out like wall climbing and shit like that. Um but I went up to the there's like two levels you can jump off. I went up to the first level straight away because I I don't like like dipping my toes in and getting wet slowly. I like just jumping in. Just get out of the way. Lovely shock to the system. Get the heart pumping. Whether it's healthy for you or not. So I jumped in the first one. And even though it's like. It's probably two meters. From the waterline. To the first jump. It looks like. It looks like Niagara Falls. When you're up there. And everyone's everyone's waiting in the water just looking at you like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? So you have to do it because otherwise, you know, you never live it down. And then um, we, all, we all did the top jump, which was even scarier. And it was a little like rickety wooden plank that you jumped off, which felt like it was kind of moldy and about to crumble. It just added to the fear, really. But it was well worth it, you know. I think it was on the second day we were there. So we did need a bit of a refreshment. And that absolutely gave us that. After two nights out. Jumping into the sea. It was pretty cold. A nice temperature, like bearable. But it was it was a good shock to the system. And then we were set to go for the, the third night out, you know. Those are the kind of things you need to just keep yourself going. Dobro's as well. That pizzeria in the city. Jeez, that's good pizza. Tastes so fresh. And it's got that nice bit of chew to the dough. Good and thin, good and crispy. Oh, beautiful, beautiful pizza. Uh, what else did we do? We went to Pure Skill. Pure Skill was great crack now. I have to say that. For like a lads weekend it was absolutely perfect. We didn't even. I don't think any of us knew it was there before we went. And we saw this sign in Salt Hill again. Spent a lot of time in Salt Hill. We saw this sign for um, pure skill. And it was like. You know. What is it? 10 different sports. And I think it was 25 quid each. Yeah I think it was 25 quid for the hour. And it's, it was an odd system because you basically you get a card for the group and you swipe the card before playing each sport and then a certain amount of time comes off the card no matter how much time you've actually taken it's I don't know a weird system but anyway worked out well enough we got everything done plus we did one extra in the end I think they had football they had rugby Hurling, Gaelic, uh, basketball, cricket, baseball, which you couldn't play because you had to bring your own helmet. They'd golf, like a pitch shot, they had put shot. Um, hurling, did I say that? Yeah, they had loads of shite. 
and it's just great to get the competitive spirits going you know basically like an overall score um on who had the the most shots or the best overall score or whatever that was a good crack and wasn't too far outside Salt Hill as well so yeah was that was a good activity once again and yeah other than that just good nights out um the keys was another was another pub we went to and that was the complete opposite to front door and buskers it was like an old man pub and we kind of went in the side of it so we didn't really know what it was going to be like until we went into the main bit and it was a real old man's pub and there was there's an old lad who had had a few scoops now and he was don't know what he was talking about but he was shouting shouting at his mates banging on about oh back in my day well, he was the champion of the day you know? and it's three points later and you know it'd just be you just hear the odd word I had Guinness I had football yeah, you just had no clue what he's chat- chatting about. I'd say the people around him didn't have any clue either, but he was he was giving it a good go anyway. He was letting them know that he was the he was the dominant male there, that he was the king of king of that table anyway, and the king of the room really, the loudest voice. So I think that's how that works. That was the old man pub. We didn't stay there too long, um, because it was a it was um a different vibe, different vibes. You know, as always, I appreciate you listening. And apologies for leaving it so long since I've done the last one because that's just unacceptable. But I've been busy, as I clearly explained, not very well. But, um... What can you say? Only human. Uh, yeah I'm going to leave it there for this one that's what I'm going to do not too sure when this is going up so enjoy your or weekend or week don't work too hard but work hard enough Cheers.